right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Locked on Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, July 30th. I had to look it up there real quick. 2020, and I am your host, Detroit Sports Writer Noel Bianchi, here today, as always, with longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Back to those good old days when you always used to check your phone. I know. I day it was or what, what day it was going to be. <laughs> Uh, Welcome. This is uh, June, I've really June, grown. You always I've used really to do it grown in that respect. June twenty eighth. End it. Like this is <laughs> July twenty ninth. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm a lot more responsible now. Um, yeah, you got your shit together. Yeah, we got a fun episode for you guys today and tomorrow. We got Ted Callfin out from the Detroit News. Uh, one, my favorite guest, just my favorite person to just call up and talk to. We we ramble uh, about literally everything. Let's just get right to it. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Uh, it's it's the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's your team every day. What do you expect? So you can subscribe. Be ready for that. It'll be up uh, ready for you when you wake up in the morning. And then... Uh, when you wake up on Saturday morning, there will be hockey on your television. So we'll get right to that. We'll see you guys at the end of the episode. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. <laughs> All right. At this time, we are joined by the Detroit News Red Wings beat writer, one of my favorite recurring guests on the show, and apparently a wrestling fanatic. It is Ted Coffin here for another TED Talk. Ted, welcome back. How's it going? I love the TED Talk. That is really good. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, I got the AEW on in the background. So, but I, I mean, I'm just watching the screen. I mean, obviously, my attention is focused on you guys. For sure, for sure. But if you space out for a little bit or something like that, you we'll, know why? We'll know you know the up. reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's John Moxley against Brian Cage here in the heavyweight oh. in, the, in the heavyweight championship of the main event too. So. Good stuff, but I got a DVR so I can come back and watch it later. John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, correct? Am I am I correct? Correct. Yeah, that's that's good. That's really good. Hey, um, he's. I mean, it's. I like his character here in AEW, but it's starting to get a little stale. I mean, yeah. it just you don't really believe the tough guy image as much anymore. But he's, he needs to shake it up a little bit. But. I was a big fan of the Shield, so I just, you know, Dean Ambrose. Shield was, my was guy. great. That was yeah. incredible. Love the fact you guys are talking the terminology and the names. I love it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's really scoring a lot of points there tonight. Really are. Uh, I was actually what? Who, I was actually Dean Ambrose for Halloween. No one Oh was. yeah, I went as Roman Reigns, and he went as Dean Ambrose. It'd be pretty easy to dress up as Boxy <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so my first question for you today, Ted, is uh, how thankful are you? that the sport you cover for a living isn't relying on Rob Manfred to keep people safe in the league up and running. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I mean, okay, first off, I don't know. Do you guys think baseball is going to survive here or not this summer? No, I mean, no, absolutely not. You really don't, huh? I, I, I don't know. Don't. I, mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm more, there's, I've talked to more people who agree with you guys, but I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wishful thinking, but. My whole thing. I mean, it's only really concentrated on the one team. Yeah, but like they're they're still like out and about. Like people are going to continue to test. That's the thing that's going to screw them up. I think you're right. And what I don't get is you have like the NHL. They have the two conferences, and you know they they have their two separate bubbles. But since the end or the the MLB is only playing 
like East, Central, and West, they're only playing within their own, you know, kind of time zone there, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. Why not just do a bubble? It's a 66-day season. They didn't, weren't they thinking about that with Arizona? Well, Arizona, Florida, and Dallas. Yeah, that would, those would have been three great stops as bubbles right now, for the, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, well, how, do you guys, how are you guys enjoying the watching it? I I'm a I don't know I like if I it. like the empty baseball stadiums. I don't know. I don't dislike it as much as I thought I would. It like, yeah, that's probably one way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time when you watch, I mean, like it just it, it is what it is, and it's not that it's a little bit jarring at first, I think. But then I would say like pretty quickly I got over it, and I like the, you know I mean it's like a lot of snarky people are saying. I mean, with, as far as like the Tigers or the Marlins or the Orioles. It's not that major of a difference. It really isn't. Right, yeah. I mean, they were, like, bringing in hundreds of people themselves or the Kansas City Royals or something. But, I don't know, it's still just kind of kind of stark when you look at it and there's, like, no fans over there at all. I don't know. That's got to be weird to play in, too. I would have yeah. to think it'd be weird to play in. I Yeah, I would agree. But I also wonder, like, I wonder if they like it I mean, I wonder if it's one of those things where they end up liking it more than they thought because, I mean, yeah. even with the NHL now too, it's like it, once you get into the heat of battle, I don't think, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Like I was watching that uh, that Astros Dodgers game last night, and yeah. they were throwing they at each other. It, there was a bench yeah, clearing, they definitely got you know, into it. That was fantastic. I and with no fans, oh, Tigers just won 5-4. Good job by Joe Jimenez here in the ninth inning again. There we go. 4-2. Um, Who would have thought? Yeah, you figured, I mean, not to be snarky, but one-tenth of their season is done now, and they're 4-2. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're rolling. I mean, seriously, you figure one-tenth of their season is done, and they're 4-2. So, they look good, you know, too. They're, they're, they're unstoppable. They're just highly unstoppable. Yeah. The, the best All right, back uh, to the hockey, I guess. Back, All right, to, now, back to the hockey. <laughs> back to the hockey. I liked the tarps or whatever you want to call them on the seats. So it looks, you know, it's covered up. I mean, that part. So there's no empty seats you could see per se there. I wasn't, you know, what was weird about watching last night? And I guess I've been, I've been really busy with stories today, so I haven't been able to tune in that much, but hockey in july i don't know man i mean i'm st I'm, maybe saturday when the games game ones get all kicked in yeah maybe that'll be you know more exciting or something like that it had the feel of like one of those men's world championships from switzerland or something like that <laughs> yeah it really did didn't it? And you were watching kazakhstan against belarus or something <laughs> like that that was my first impression yesterday or at least you know, during the course of the day, that was, I mean, I was watching what the Penguins and the Flyers, I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping Saturday I get a lot more excited. And, but although, I mean, one exhibition game and then you're right into the playoffs per se or something like that, that's kind of wild too. And I thought it was weird that they had the, I mean, like how many rivalry matchups are in within these exhibition games? Like you saw Jake maybe it's Muzzin just, You know what, maybe they're just hoping they kind of, yeah, maybe they just click in really quick or something like that. Maybe the energy level rises 
really quickly because they're playing you're playing a a, a near a rival for it during your exhibition or something like that. I don't know. It's I I thought the quality wasn't too bad. I mean, just yeah. you've been off for four months and haven't played mm-hmm. a game. I mean, for the most part, I thought the quality was okay for the parts I saw. But yeah, yeah. I didn't really think again, the, the I just, speed of the I game don't know, wasn't man. bad. Yeah, like the speed of the game wasn't bad at all. I mean, it was yeah, a little bit sloppy, but I mean, that's what's going to happen when you have four months off. And like we said, we get you get one scrimmage and then you're playing for real. I don't know. But I guess there's no ideal way to do this, but I do think talk- they got a better chance of finishing than Major League Baseball, though. I will agree there. I, oh, well, there's zero positive tests yesterday? It. Yeah. I mean, isn't that like two weeks in a row now or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how. That's pretty, you know, that's impressive for what it is. I mean, that is really impressive. And just as a quick sidebar, another thing that I was thinking was why would anybody choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same exact auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you can buy your auto You're parts good, online man. at rockauto.com? Everybody, wow, come on. Let's, let's not be stupid here. Let's not be stupid like baseball is. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and always are reliably low. They have the best prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market sets. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. You're not going to be going into a bubble, you know, not, not, not an exclusive group that can buy these car parts. It's for you. It's for me. It's for everybody. It's for Ethan. If Ethan can do it, you can do it. RockAuto.com is a family business serving online auto parts customers for nearly 20 years. If you want to talk about somebody you can trust to take care of you, rockauto.com defines that. You look up trust, you see a picture of rockauto.com. So go there right now and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And when you're checking out, all you have to do in return for us taking care of you is you take care of us by writing locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need it's rockauto.com you know what so they, I think need they are going to be able to finish it i hope i sure i sure hope so what they need i think is they need they need something to bring it to life because they need something on par with the whole lou williams going to magic city type deal hmm. just to just to spruce it up a little bit i think hockey at times gets a little too uh, suit and tie and I, I, that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping for is I, I need some shenanigans and there has been some like the Boston Bruins. You know where the shenanigans might happen? Just the fact you got six teams in one hotel. Yeah. I have to oh, think, yeah. I have to think somewhere along the line, you're going to play a team that's in your hotel and there's going to be a dirty hit the night before and you run into that guy the next day, like in the lobby, and it's like, wow, why'd you do that for? And the continental breakfast. Maybe some shoving. <laughs> I think there'll be there'll be some shoving. I doubt very seriously it'll be a fist fight, but maybe a couple shoves, and then somebody breaks it apart. I will. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I would think there's a pretty darn good chance of that, rather than anybody being busted like at a bar or something like that. I sure hope so. I, the NHL needs something like that. 
in my opinion. They need a little more, uh, you know, they always talk about like the this league with the NBA and like just all the, the crazy stuff that the drama that goes on off of the court. I wish hockey had a little bit more of that sometimes. No, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. Um, like I said, I think there's chances here. I really do. I think there's opportunities for mischief or whatever, but uh, I do think the best chance is just because you got, you got all those teams into one hotel. Yeah. That is pretty crazy. I know why they're doing it. I mean, you know, you just want to have a, as a big a bubble as you can, but I don't know. I think that could create some interesting scenarios. We'll I, like see. The, I like the idea of them running into each other at the continental breakfast. Isn't that crazy though? I mean, he knows. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, I think the days of the breakfast buffets are gone. Come to think of it, but yeah, <laughs> somebody's like at at the pool, table six feet at apart. the pool or something. They're going to run into each other, and uh, I guess they're they're each team has their own lounge, from what I heard. So hall or whatever you want to call it. So I mean, they're going to they're bound to. Well, they've already said in a couple articles that I've talked to, I've seen in a couple of interviews that they've already like people are running into each other all the time. I mean, you're bound to, because I guess the NHL has the hotel. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Man. Another thing, two months though. Holy crap. I mean, two months, they're going to be there. The Stanley cup winner is going to be there two months. I mean, that's, you deserve some sort of medal just for that. Yeah. I got to say though, I love hotel beds. I don't think I'd have a problem with it. Like when I when I'm sleeping in a hotel, I'm like hell yeah, I get. Really I know what you excited. mean, but two months, man, two months, that's a <laughs> long ass time. I mean, that really is. Two months is a long time. Although I've heard some NBA guys kind of say, "What? I mean, this isn't exactly roughing it. We're living in a resort or something for two months. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. I mean, they got Disney right there. That is a pretty good gig right there." Yeah, and it's not like they're at the Motel 6 or the Red Roof. No, they're like, not. These are, they're these not. are high-quality living facilities at the end of the day. I love that Stephen Adams quote. What did he say last week? Uh, well, I can't do the Australian accent, but he said something like, this isn't Syria, mate. Um, we're we're <laughs> living at a resort. I mean, that was pretty awesome. I could just see Stephen Adams saying that. That was pretty great. <laughs> Uh, not living in Syria. They're at a, living at a resort. This is true. Play, getting paid It's true, absolutely. To play absolutely. a game. Which, and, and so who, okay, so uh, who, who do you guys like in this whole little tournament? I have absolutely no idea. I, my, originally, I, I thought, you know, I kind of came around to the idea of, like, Colorado because they, you know, they were good all year, finished number two yeah. seed, and then they struggled with some injuries. Now they're going to get some guys back. I would, I, I like Colorado just as a team in general, but I think just I totally agree. That's a good one. so far, it's just a complete – I think this is just going to be such a complete crapshoot when it comes to – I know. I agree with you. It's totally – you hate to use a cliche, but I really do think it's wide open. I mean – Yeah could be like yeah the new york islanders or something or nashville or some minnesota yeah or something like that yeah and i would i mean there there are a couple teams who i'd like to see make a run like you know what i i've always kind of well not always within the last year or two i'm kind of in on the blue jackets like, i would love to see the blue jackets make some noise yeah. just something about them going for it last year 
pulling like they knew they were going to lose those guys at the end of the year, Panarin, Duchesne, Pabrowski. They went mm-hmm. for it at the deadline anyways, beat the lightning. One of the best regular season teams or right. tied for the best regular season, whatever it was in NHL history. And, uh, and then the next year, they're right back in the thick of things, despite... I think they've had a great year COVID. this year. I mean, they really have. Um, considering the injuries and the yeah. Yeah, free agent defections and everything, I think it's amazing that there's... I think they would have made it regardless. I think if I remember right, they would have made it regardless of whatever plan they initially came up with. But yeah, I mean, that's a good sleeper pick. Although I kind of... I get the sense Toronto's about ready to at least win a series or two or something like that. Toronto, for what it's for, for what sixty minutes is worth, they looked pretty good last night against Montreal. Right, really did. Right, I'm basing everything my two teams off of the last two, like the last sixty minutes. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I, I want. I think Tampa Bay looked phenomenal, and I think Edmonton looked phenomenal. You know, for what it's worth, I, yeah, I, Edmonton did look pretty good last night. I mean, not an, I mean, I like Calgary. I think Calgary's a good hockey team. And obviously, that's all we got go. That's all we got <laughs> to go off of. But I thought Edmonton. Actually, it's funny. Chris, Os, I talked to Chris Osgood uh, last week to do a feature story just to see what he thought about this whole thing. And that was Ozzy's pick. He's picking the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, I don't know about the goaltending, man. I really don't. But yeah, yeah. I think the rest of the lineup doesn't look that bad. McDavid looks like he was on a mission in yeah. the last 60 minutes I saw him. I don't know. That's going like, to be I love the disclaimers of the last 60 minutes. Just keep throwing them out there. <laughs> Got to uh, too soon. Don't you think, going back to the Maple Leafs, do you think that, that out of any of these teams who are in this playoff, that when it comes to just, like, the optics of losing in this first round, that Toronto has the most to lose? Yeah, they better not. I mean, if they want to want to keep their sanity all for the rest of the summer or whatever, they'll be hearing about it for the rest of the – God. Although, can you just see them losing to Columbus – Yes, I can. And then can. the night of August 10th, wind <laughs> up with a number one overall pick. Oh, no. Wouldn't that be classic? It would. It would be classic uh, NHL. I think there's a couple of teams who uh, – I think the NHL, at the end of the day, while it would be great that, you know, the for them marketing years from now – that Lafreniere goes to Toronto. I think I, I don't think they want the optics of that. I think them Montreal. Uh, okay, them. Chicago, I would imagine Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. What about Chicago? Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Chicago though, they're not a great hockey team though. I mean, yeah, they're really yeah. not. Yeah, but they've they've uh, they've done better in lotteries than a lot of other teams have, and I think and, that. Yeah, like we need to see Lafreniere in a Winter Classic game though. So <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I got to go to the Blackhawks. <laughs> Right. They um, just promote Chicago so much that it's really going to seem, you know, disingenuous if they get the first overall pick. It's like, oh, well. Oh, I got a classic year. one for you guys. I got a classic one for you. Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to Edmonton. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I don't even. I don't even think I'd mind that. You know what's funny? So me and Ethan, we went to high school together. We were. Uh, this is like back at the beginning of the decades, like 2011, 2012, and we were so hard on Edmonton. Like 
just right on their bandwagon because we were just like it, to all our friends would be getting dressed in the room before practice or a game be like you guys yeah. just watched you guys just watch edmonton two three years they got new yeah. Hopkins, they got everly they got all they got yakupov oh man remember it was they, pretty remember crazy the it is pretty crazy ordeal I mean, that's, he's, he's, where is he is he in russia now i guess yeah, i think yeah. i started last summer yeah it is pretty amazing that they're like so mediocre and after all having a top five pick for like 13 consecutive years or whatever seven yeah it's not, it's unreal it really is and then stumbling okay into and on the flip side, side of this conversation if lafreniere winds up in minnesota columbus Arizona, Nashville. We'll never hear from him again. We'll never hear from him again. I mean, he's just going to go into oblivion, basically. Yep. Florida, Florida, throw Florida. Florida, yeah. Although I really do think Florida. I'm kind of like on their bandwagon. I do think they're close. I really do. I mean, uh, yeah, but. I wouldn't There's hate a darn him good going chance to he will Carolina. go into witness protection there too. There's no question about it. Definitely. I don't hate the idea of Carolina actually to to go back. They're right good. Now. They're a good hockey team. They're fun too. I loved I, like that whole thing that they had going on last year with the storm rising and the celebrations at the end and a bunch of jerks and all that other stuff. I thought that was like so much fun. I love when a non-traditional hockey market finds a way like capitalizes on a run a big time conspiracy theory if he lines up with either the rangers or the islanders i mean the rangers for obvious reasons and then the islanders with the new rink opening up the not next season but the season after that boy that'll be fishy that'll be fishy I think at this point we have listed almost every team that there could be some sort of conspiracy at. <laughs> well, Vancouver, Vancouver, that would be a powerful upgrade too. I yes, mean, it would. He could be the final piece of the yes, puzzle with Vancouver. Would. They got a good team. I mean, they're, we talked about Dark Horse. I think they're a minor Dark I don't think they're good enough to win it yet, but they are a minor Dark Horse to win this thing. They really are. They're good. They really are. You put him in that lineup, that could be the missing piece. I think it's for me, like when it when it comes down to it, it's like the teams who have nothing to lose, who are young, who are, you know, they're just we'll see what happens. I think those are the teams that you have to watch out for. I don't see a like a blue blood coming out and winning this thing. Like I don't see I, I really don't see Boston coming out and winning this thing. I just Which is a crying shame because when the world shut down on March 12th, they were clearly the best hockey team in the world. And yes. they're not going to, they may get away, they may exit this thing without getting anything. And that's too bad because they had an outstanding season and for what it's worth. And I think the Blues did too. And Blues, I don't know, they're machine. The thing is, though, Boston and St. Louis are kind of like, machines i don't know man mm. i mean they could still roll through this thing i mean you're absolutely tampa, right. well, i've picked tampa to win the stanley cup for the last 13 years so one of these <laughs> years they're gonna one of these years they're gonna make me look smart i don't know i, hope I don't so. think washington's gonna do it i don't think pittsburgh's gonna do it it would be so philadelphia much though see- philadelphia was another hot team when on march 12th yeah. See if that carries over from to now. It would be awesome to see a team like 
Carolina just run through and just say screw you to absolutely every single hardcore NHL fan that needs to see like Toronto or Minnesota or not Minnesota, Montreal make a run. Florida too would be a lot of fun. It would be nice to see just embrace chaos. And I just, know, but would the league, would it be, oh my God. <laughs> but what would it be for, like for the NHL if it's like a Carolina-Nashville Stanley Cup final? In this, I mean, it's 2020, so anything goes the way yeah. this year is gone, but Carolina and Nashville in the Stanley Cup finals. Hey, I don't know about that. In Edmonton, Carolina <laughs> versus Nashville in Edmonton. I mean that that's would a, be that's a mad lib. That's so great. We gotta ha- we gotta see that happen now. Yeah. Come to think of it, lest we forget, wow. Ted, we were a game seven away from seeing the Sharks and the Senators in the Stanley Cup final just a couple years ago. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, those ratings would have been Bafo ratings, I'm sure. Okay, that'll do it for today's episode of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Like I said, if you subscribe, then when you wake up in the morning, you'll have part two of our TED Talk with Ted Coffin from the Detroit News. It's another great episode. We do lots more rambling. I don't even remember what we talked about, to be quite honest. It, we just recorded it like five minutes ago, and I just did. It was just, we were just shooting the breeze. It was a great time. So uh, tune back in tomorrow. It's your team every day. So we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Thanks for listening.